This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms and opportunities for businesswomen to be seen and heard. This platform is for the women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership, offering online networking, co-working, collaboration, and monthly masterclasses for you to grow your knowledge. Go to thedaisychaingroup.com for more information. These are the platforms to hear and share the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to the Shine and You Crazy Daisy podcast and I am thrilled and excited to introduce you to Jill Chitty from Jill Chitty Limited. Jill, thank you so much for being involved in the book and the podcast. Please tell us about your business. Thanks Trudy, it's great to be here and I am a LinkedIn consultant and I work with solopreneurs right through to global companies, yeah, global companies doing strategies and accountability and helping them use LinkedIn as a really effective tool to growing their business. It's becoming so much more important. We can't, I can't wait to get into that. We will do that. But at the beginning of the chapter, you talk about your resilience and how you found it. But then you needed it more than ever when you were 32. What what happened? Yeah, I'd, I'd, thankfully I'd grown resilience because I didn't have a particularly happy childhood. It was quite torrid. And at 32, I was married with two children. I got a phone call from an anonymous anonymous phone call from somebody saying, your husband's having an affair. And uh, it wasn't the first time that my husband had had an affair. Um, And I knew that I couldn't go back there again. And within a couple of months, we had separated and I had to move out of the house because that belonged to his work. And we moved areas, so I lost my uh, job as well, all my work and all my community and all my friends. And so within a couple of months, I found myself with my two tiny children, one and four, bedding down at my mum's, completely lost. And so my journey since then has been picking myself up, Mm. finding the real me and discovering but actually, that was a real gift, what happened there. And it's been a springboard for um, everything that I've been doing now. And quite often how I, how I speak to entrepreneurs and how I support entrepreneurs as well. This is the wonder of something like that happening, isn't it? With, with hindsight and with the mindset around how, what we learn as being an entrepreneur and the personal development you do as a part of that is looking back on anything or something like that and saying that was a gift and people go no way can that have been but sometimes it is the the kickoff the trigger the the thing that needs to happen for you to be all that you were supposed to be yeah and it's almost like we can't do it any other way yeah. it has to be that way because you see it time and time again don't you you then started a very successful business for 12 years what did that business teach you and what was it that was really where I cut my teeth on marketing so it was purely something to do because I was a a solo parent excuse me and um you know I'd, I'd been working as an actress 
and I didn't want to spend long time away from my kids. So a conversation with my brother one day, and we're we're hugely competitive, we're hugely um, sort of career orientated people. And he said, you need to do something. And I was like, I need, I do, I need to do something. And he said, oh, one of my friends just started a business and it sparked an idea that that night in bed, I created the whole business model that we ran off for 12 years. And it was a, a makeover, a bit party business. And we just started a um, one party called Makeover Mania. And we I would work on it during the week. We would service the parties at the weekends. <clears throat> and then eventually we started fairy parties, princess parties, and did parties for all ages. And I ended up, we were an award-winning team. I ended up having 17 staff, but I literally worked 12 mm. years with very little break. And the government gifted me a um, business mentor. And she said to me, Jill, what marketing are you doing? And I said, what, what's marketing? Is that is that the same as advertising? She'd go and find out. Mm. And I started to read up, joined a few groups, got on a few mailing lists and got really excited by marketing because the potential of marketing your business is huge. Mm. So, yeah, uh, um, we we shifted a lot. We grew a lot. Um, and it was hard to get rid of. But eventually, after 12 years, I was glad to sell it um, <laughs> because it was a bit of a, a yoke around my neck. Mm. Well, it's, a, it's such a massive job, isn't it? Especially when you've got staff as well. Oh, yeah. Um, so then you found LinkedIn. How did you know? <laughs> how did you know this was a system that you wanted to show others? And how has your background prepared you for using it? Well, do you know what? Um, I think LinkedIn found me and I had no intention of being a LinkedIn expert because I actually don't like social media. I'm even though I worked as an actress, I'm, I'm more of an introvert than an extrovert, because when you're acting, you're being somebody else, you're not showing up as you. And I got thrown off LinkedIn a few times. And it, it was when I was sharing with my clients about the results that I'd started to get so they could get the same results. I started to notice a pattern that all of my marketing sort of mentoring and coaching sessions were focused on LinkedIn. Mm. And so I took some time out and invested in a coach and said, look, this is what's been happening. And within seconds, paid a lot of money for this, Trudy. Within seconds, she said, yeah, you need to just focus on LinkedIn. Forget the rest. This is what we're going to do. And it was like, yeah, of course, that's that's a no-brainer. So it was just my client saying, how did you get that client? How did you do that? I noticed you had that. And all of a sudden, and, and it did happen quite quickly because the results that I got just kind of kept coming and kept coming um so my clients dictated really to to me and my business what what they wanted to know and that we have so many um conversations uh that are that say don't do what your clients want you to do or what are your clients asking you do that yeah <laughs> and what you're explaining there is you listened to what they were wanting and you did it because it's what you wanted to do. And I think it's that line in between those two things of, of not building a business around your clients, but at the same time, listen to them. Yeah. <laughs> and do what and they're asking you to. I think as well, 
bizarrely I was good at it mm -hmm. I kind of understood how human nature worked on there I was making changes I was ahead of the curve um, and back in that day there weren't many people that were calling themselves yeah. LinkedIn mm -hmm. marketers or specialists and I've had a few people come on my free like workshops and gone away and called themselves LinkedIn market marketers but you know I've 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 done the years I've been on there for 11 years now doing this. I've done mm -hmm. the years and got the hours in and I bloody well know what I'm doing now. But I do I do love it. And it just doesn't make sense that I do this because, you know, I'm one of those fluffy, creative people. <laughs> reading. That's amazing. Um, if there was one lesson that you've learned that you would want every entrepreneur to know, what would it be? Make sure you've got your marketing in place first. It's a bit like when you go onto a plane and they say, put your own mask on first. I think we're all really good at um, helping our clients and showing up and kind of looking good, but not having those things in place for our business first. And that's something that I think we've succeeded because of that. I've been so consistent in putting stuff out on LinkedIn over the years. Um, you know, I get people. So the last couple of weeks, and it is typically quiet on LinkedIn in the summer, but the last couple of the weeks I've had a, a message come through that said, I'm so glad that I've found you and please don't ever stop posting. I love your posts. And by the way, I'm your biggest number one fan now. So mm -hmm. That's just from showing up consistent. Yeah. Consistency is free. It doesn't cost us anything. We just need to get our heads organized and our days organized. Exactly. And a really important point on that being consistent in all things, but marketing especially, because that is what your clients see. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite piece of business software? Oh, do you know I love software um I do kind of geek out and in fact I've I've got a um bit of a coding software sort of techie guy in my business he was the first sort of permanent hire that I made because that's what we're all about but this is a um software that I've gone back to using that I discovered in lockdown because we were doing we I was doing before I really grew my team stupid hours mm. uh, it kept me focused and the, the clue is in that and it's called focus mate yeah. and it started out of a couple of people um saying they wanted to stay focused and you just jump on a zoom call with people you you can pop in um multiple hours a day if you want to it's an american platform and i think it's £4.50, $4.50. It's ridiculously cheap. But what it does is it focuses you. You say to the person who's also on Zoom, this is what I'm going to achieve this hour. They tell you the same. You keep your cameras on, you turn your sound off and you just get busy. And it's about intentionality. So it comes back to enabling you to, to be consistent. And it has served me so well. Mm. And I can remember saying to my son, I'm so exhausted, I can't concentrate. And he said, are you on focus, mate? I was like, oh, no, I've, for I've forgotten about that. Mm. Somewhere along the way, I'd forgotten it. So I've gone back to using it and I'm just getting through stuff, you know, and I don't need to rely on my willpower. That structure is there, which is why tech and apps and things like that are so brilliant. That yeah. structure is there to, um, to carry you through. 
productivity and accountability you know I'm all about those things. oh yeah they're biggest they're biggest for us all aren't they yeah uh, any piece of software that can help with anybody with that so focus mate Jill it has been an absolute pleasure thank you so much for being involved in the book and the podcast and I can't wait to get your story out there pleasure's all mine honey thank you for listening if you like what you've heard please leave a review and come back for more inspiration if you're a businesswoman looking for that community that will support you and lift you up, come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership, offering online networking, co-working, collaboration and monthly masterclasses to grow your knowledge. Go to the daisychaingroup.com for more information. And for even more inspiration, please go to the link under this video and get your copy of the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world.